welcome to a new episode of our podcast. I'm so excited to be here today with you. And in today's episode, I want to talk to you about an amazing practice to help you build self-confidence after a tough breakup. And this is something that I want you to try right now. Okay. And this is something that came to me. Um, I think it was probably a year or or even more um, after I went through the breakup that almost cost me my life years ago. Um, and so what happened is that um, a few years ago, I was so in love with someone and we were actually, um, you know, planning our engagement and soon after our wedding and um, things did not work out, especially from his side at first, because his family did not approve of our marriage and he did not want to do something against his family's um, will because they're so connected and um, his mom was the um the one who is making pretty much like most of the, of the decisions in the in their household and um so it ended up we were on and off on and off on and off and he tried um but eventually it did not work until it got to a point where i was like i can't keep trying anymore because it was it was costing me so much energy and so much it was causing me so much depression, so much frustration, so much disappointment. I was living the most challenging and difficult phase of my entire life, as far as I can remember. And until I was in another country, in a foreign country, and uh, I was doing my um, postmaster's um, internship, and I just broke down on the floor in the middle of the night. I was just by myself in a foreign country, don't speak the language, in one of the worst winters that they've ever had. Um, I mean, like, how lucky could I be? But what I realized after that moment is that God spoke to me at that moment because what happened in that night when I broke down on uh, the floor is that I started to contemplate suicide uh, and I thought to myself, well, maybe that was the answer. Maybe I'm not destined to live a good life. Maybe I'm not good enough to be in this life. Maybe I don't have anything to participate or to give uh, or to offer. So life and people and the whole world is better off without me. Believe it or not, these were my thoughts back then. And <clears throat> when I started to think about it deeper, I definitely remember and vividly remember that the only one thing that made me not consider or think about that decision or to take it to put it to try to put it into action is that I did not want to try I did not want to be a source of pain for my family for my family I have a big family I have um I have three sisters a brother and um, between them, I have eight nephews and two nieces. And of course, my mom, my dad passed um, away a couple of years before that. And so I thought to myself, oh, my God, I cannot be a source of pain for these people because I started to see it was it was so vivid to me. I actually started to see in front of like I was 
my eyes were open, but I could see how they reacted when they got the news of of my death or my suicide and I knew that it was going to traumatize them for life especially the kids because I am the youngest in my siblings in my siblings and I am um, and if he's a niece's favorite auntie I'm the one that you know um, jokes around and just in you know just laughing and playing with the kids so I thought that would definitely break their hearts more than anything and I knew that I did not want to be a source of pain for them I I knew that that they would they would look back at that moment and their life is not going to be the same ever after after the moment they receive um, the news of my death and so I did not want to put them through this agony and trauma and I said well if I can't even make the decision to end my own life then that means I have to figure it out because honestly I could not live a life the way that I was living it back then it was so depressing I was so anxious and I was so down I never felt good about myself ever and so I was always questioning myself and I was always having self-doubts and I think one of the biggest realizations that I had in that moment is that I thought that the breakup was the cause of my depression and anxiety and later on, of course, panic attacks. But later on, I realized that, and in that moment, actually, in that breakdown moment, I realized that I've always been depressed. But what, what the breakup did is that it magnified, it brought my depression to the surface and that it allowed me to see it as clear as I've never seen it before. And so I realized, oh my God, I, I'm not depressed because of him, because of my ex. The depression came to the surface and became so um, obvious to me because of the breakup. But I've always had these seeds of depression and self-doubt and self-questioning way before we even met. And so, in that moment, I made the decision to move forward and to figure it out. I did not know what I was going to do and I did not know how to figure it out. But all I knew is that I, I had so much commitment inside of me that I was like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to figure this thing out. I want to be joyful and happy and to be at peace with who I am. I wanted to be comfortable in my own skin. And this is the feeling that I've never experienced in my life before. I was like, oh, I don't know what I have to do, but I have to do something. I was so desperate. And from, those, and from that desperation and the pain that I was going through, I commitment was born. My commitment was born out of necessity, out of the pain that I was experiencing back then, back then out of the frustration and this feeling of invalidation like i i was like i want to feel good enough about myself and i don't want to wait until i'm in another relationship for someone to comfort me or to try to convince me that i'm good enough that's something that i did not want happen and so i started on a journey i started that journey i started reading books i started listening to programs i purchased many stuff i um i did therapy i did so many different approaches and each one of them added one little piece 
um, into the puzzles that I was trying to put together, you know, of how can I find my way back to myself after that breakdown moment. And of course, there are so many things that played a part in me getting to where I am today, living life with so much appreciation and joy and peace. But I would say if I have to pick one thing, just one thing, one practice, one ritual, one lifestyle thing that, I, that a day does not go by without me doing it. And the one thing that, that helped me to find my way back to myself more than anything else, the one thing that helped me build self-confidence that is unquestionable. And this is something that is not shattered and it's not based on previous experience it's not based on how comfortable i am in an area or in one area and in and not in other areas of my life this is self-confidence period it's self-knowing and that practice is getting in touch with the truest and the most magnificent part of who i am the part that lives within me at all times, the, the part that surrounds me at all times, the part that makes me who I am. So I stay connected to this part and I take time off my day every day to strengthen my connection to that part so that in my in my darkest moments and in my weakest you know moments in my life I don't go back to questioning myself I don't go back to doubting myself I don't go back to self-sabotage um, uh, me a and if it happens it just happens for a couple of minutes and boom it's gone and that practice is meditation and I know that sometimes meditation might have so many, you know, like um, unpleasant connotations, especially for people who have tried meditation and it did not work for them before. But meditation does not have to be to be put in a box. Meditation does not need to be practiced in a certain way. You don't need to sit in a certain way or wear certain clothes or do certain things or have your hands in certain postures to do meditation. You can do meditation in any position. You can be sitting, lined, lined out, even standing, hopefully wearing, wearing comfortable clothes. And you can do meditation any, in anywhere, by the way. But at least initially, try to just give yourself, it could be as little as 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes every day. And better yet, if it's in the beginning of the day, in the morning or late at night, I like to do both. <laughs> and just take a few moments and focus on, um, on your breathing and make your breathing very voiced. So breathe out loud, yes? there isn't a certain way that you have to breathe. So all you need to just inhale and exhale and make it as, give it some sound because it's the sound that helps you to focus on um, your breathing and it helps you to just calm down and relax your nervous system. And when you do that, put your hand, if you're comfortable enough, put your hand, uh, put your left hand on your heart and breathe in and out of your heart. 
breathe in and out of your heart. And this is where you get to meet the you, the real you, the you that knows all the answers, the you that has all the wisdom that you've been yearning for, the you that has always been there just trying to wave you know, it's hands to you trying to send you messages and try to tell, to tell you, hey, listen to me, I know better. This is the part that, that we call intuition, inner knowing, inner self. This is the part of you that wants the best for you and that, it, that knows what's best for you. And this practice, I'm telling you, if you can stick to this practice for just 30 days, 30 days, you're not your life is not going to be the same ever. Your life is not going to be the same if you just stick to this practice for only 30 days. For only 30 days, just practice this connection with your inner being and let it guide you, let it guide you, let it guide you to who you truly are. And I'm telling you the clarity, the peace, the confidence that you will get from this practice alone without anything else is priceless. Just please, I mean, don't even believe me, just put it into practice and see for yourself. You don't have to believe, believe me, you don't know me, that's okay. You don't need to trust what I'm saying, that's okay. But all you need to just put it into practice and try it for 30 days. Try it for 30 days, you can do anything for 30 days. Try it for 30 days and I'm telling you, your life is not going to be ever the same. Give yourself this gift of self-confidence that nobody can take away from you. And it's not confidence that's based on external circumstances. It's not based on skills that could be taken away from you. It's not based on your appearance, on how you look, on your status or the job that you have or the skills that you, that you learned or built over the years uh, doing so many things in your life. It is confidence that's based on your inner knowing and your inner self-worth that for you to be here listening to me breathing that is all you need for you to have this level of self-confidence and inner knowing that I'm talking to you about just please give yourself this gift take the time just for five to ten minutes every single day in the beginning of the day it would be better to just start you know, having this connection with the inner being, with your inner being, with the part of you that is, if, that is divine, that's magnificent, that knows all the answers, that knows how to help you better than anything else. And make sure that you also subscribe to our podcast, which me, so that you can get uh, notifications every time we put on a new episode. Take care of yourself, and I'll catch you up in our next episode. Bye for now.